Good morning, clam jammers. The earth says hello. That's me, I'm the earth. You hot take above us. We hot take below. Good morning, clam jammers. What the frick is happening, fellas and uh, everyone else? There's lots of them. Okay, what's going on? How are we doing? Why am I so excited? I'm just constantly amping up and I can't stop. Where's the end of this? I think it's right there. Okay. Hello. Welcome to the Hot Take Clam Bake. The only podcast that helps you see the world through redder eyes. And me? <laughs> nice to meet ya. I'm your host, Ken Hagona, okay? I'm gonna get high eventually and talk about um whatever someone emailed or called me about. And that's the whole premise of the show. In case you haven't caught on by episode, uh, what is this, 13 something? 12? Lucky number 13? <laughs> God, I hope it's 12. Oh man, um, how you guys been? Fuck yeah, or fuck no, whichever one really applied to you. Um, I can't further the conversation, though, because we'd have to get into specifics, and I don't know what your specifics are. So, sorry, or good for you. <laughs> I've been all right, I've been okay. I've uh, been, uh, been actually getting some freaking exercise in. It's been nice. Been getting some hikes in. It's, uh, it's been a good time to be outside again. I, um, I got one in, I got one in yesterday and, uh, I finished a book while I was doing it for the first time in like so fucking long, like months and months. And it's not that I used to ever really be that avid of a reader, I guess. But at some point during the pandemic, I decided this is fucking tight. This is some pretty cool stuff. And then uh, it just took me forever to really, like, the last few months have been so hard to get my head wrapped around anything and, like, focus. Truly focus on one thing. But I think I'm getting there. We'll find out. The book was uh, super cool. It was, um, oh, God, what was it? American Nations by Colin Woodard, I think, is super cool, man. It's about, like the real cultural foundations of America. Like, there is so much discourse in North America as a whole, I should be specific. Um, there is so much, like, uh, infighting and just, like, so much cultural distinction between all the regions, I feel like. And this really explains it and kind of lays it out as, like, if you wanted to draw boundaries for fucking new nations, which... I mean, have you looked at America lately? I think we might be doing that soon. I think there might not be the U.S. as it currently exists. I mean, dude, uh, at least within the next hundred years, as it currently exists, no. There's too much. There's too much. Um. There's too much fighting. There's there's not enough cohesion. All right, we don't get along. Nothing unites us except 9/11, and that united us in the wrong direction. Okay, I didn't do nothing. I was fucking what? Uh, nine years old, eight years old. I mean, sure, I helped some nice gentlemen get on board an aircraft. 
that headed directly for the tar. Right, I'm sorry. That's too much. I couldn't have done that. I was in New Hampshire <laughs> at that time for sure. But if I had the chance, if I was on that plane, things would have gone down different. Okay. <laughs> things wouldn't have gone down the way they would have. Who said that? Wasn't that fucking Mark Wahlberg? The same guy who I'm pretty sure blinded an Asian shopkeeper in fucking Boston as a like racially motivated way. I mean, I think the guy can see again now. I think it was a temporary blinding. I don't know much about it, but I do know that Marky Mark did it and wasn't sorry. So fuck him. Um, you don't deserve to have a billion dollars and make your illiterate family rich as well. All right. Ted wasn't even that funny. All right, you you hopped on to comedy with Seth MacFarlane well after Seth MacFarlane stopped being funny. And Seth MacFarlane stopped being funny about 300,000 dollars in. I want to I wanted to be generous. Okay, that man's that man You know what I think it is is it's just low brow humor. Plus, I just feel like he's got to be, he's got to suck. He's got to do something that sucks. I don't know, but I feel like he's got to be a bit of a shit bag. Um, like the, the time frame within, within which family guy was culturally relevant and successful was such a bad one. It was not good stuff. Okay. It's better than anything I've done. That's because I haven't done much. I've been sitting in my little corner of the woods. But anyway, enough tarnishing celebrities that I have no idea who they are. I got a bike. I got a bicycle. That's pretty cool. Not a motorcycle. A motor. Not a motorcycle or motorbike. But a bicycle. And it's fucking so dope, dude. I missed it. And you know... This is like with big purchases, I always am such like a douchebag about it. I feel like like I want to be served or whatever. But like when I'm spending that much money, I want to know what I'm spending it on. And I don't want to spend eight hours trying to ask YouTube the exact questions I need answered on how to get a bike because they're just going to tell me buy this $18,000 bicycle because you cannot get any better. It's never like, this is the cheapest bicycle that you're going to find in a shop, and here's how to know it's okay. So I, I like, went to, like, several bike shops, and straight up no one in the shop would even really, like, look at me or talk to me. And then I went to Goodale's in Nashua. Shout out. Sp- thank you for sponsoring the podcast. <laughs> I wish he would sponsor. I wish anyone would. They wouldn't sponsor this podcast. Um, but... Yeah, the person over there helped me out, and I got a bike, and I fucking love it, man. It is so fun. But it's also super frustrating because, like, I didn't realize how few calories it burns. So I, like, did this whole big ride. I rode, like, fucking six, seven miles, and I was like, woo, that must have killed it. And it's like, nah, you were on, like, all flat ground. You burned, like, 200 calories. (laughs) So I'm learning to enjoy it for the practicality, the views, 
the fun of it, you know, not the exercise component. I'm still scared to go up like a sizable hill because I'm too old to get caught walking my bicycle up anything. You know what I mean? People are going to start to think I have a Dewey. <laughs> I'm just out there trying to like, you know, feel the wind blowing through my hair, which again, being an adult is ass because when I was a kid, no helmet felt great. Loved it. Now I'm like, oh, I got to protect what little fucking brains I have left because I realize death is an option. <laughs> so the helmet really blocks a lot of the wind going through my hair. But, you know, if I get caught walking my bike up a hill, it's, it's just everyone's just going to think this guy is a Dewey because meanwhile, I just, you know, bit off more than I can chew. Got some good rides in though so far. It's been fun. I'll see if I can. I'll see if I have a good one to post. All right. If I have a good one, I'll put it on the Instagram. At Ken Higona on the Instagram. Someone actually was like, Where do you post all these Instagram posts? And I'm like, My Instagram. Why would I make an Instagram for this show? So they could have like all 33 of you following or however many people's. Just follow me. I am the conduit. For all of my entertainment as well as esoteric knowledge. I have things to tell you that no one has ever told anybody. I don't even know what they're going to be, but they're going to be good. And I will also sell you iron supplements and gold and all kinds of other fun stuff to rub on your body. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I've been caught up in this Alex Jones trial a lot, so sorry if I keep almost like bordering on his stuff and uh, listening to Knowledge Fight every now and then. Great podcast. I, it's so funny. I started listening to it a couple weeks before this trial even started. I had no idea it was coming up, and now it's just been fucking crazy to see it. It's been so insane to see it, and good because he fucking deserves so much worse than what he's already gotten. He tried to say that 4.2 settlement is a win for him. Bro doesn't have 4.2 fucking million. It's a loss, bro. You are losing everything you have, and I hope you continue to lose even more, honestly. Uh, but what can... What, what I wonder, though, why don't we have an Alex Jones of the left who just is completely insane and deranged and yelling and calling people trolls and real mean names and just like, you don't even have to make stuff up actually. Like you can just use real conspiracies and real stats and shit. But you know, maybe that is the problem. Cause every time you hear a leftist person start to kind of do like anything like that, they just are rattling off facts Alex Jones is not about facts, okay? He's doing, like, Baptist preacher-style shit. And, like, it's a spiritual experience. That's what we need to be cultivating if we really want to fucking fight back with fire. Maybe that's me. Maybe I'll do it. I'll tear my larynx so that I can let people know the truth. <laughs> I feel like a fucking wrestling character when I hear that voice. <laughs> Oh, my God. So I uh, had mentioned it last time, so I guess I will uh, keep you guys posted. I am still on the job hunt. 
not a lot of prospects. Okay, I'm feeling like I missed the gold rush on that one. <laughs> I missed the, the whatever the great resignation or whatever the fuck it was. I really shot shy, but I, I had a job interview though. Um, I did with um with a, a decent company. You know what I mean? It seemed like it would have been okay, but the hours are so strict, bro. Like I don't want to do five days, eight hour shifts anymore, especially when that's eight hours with a half hour unpaid lunch. So now it's eight and a half. Plus you're going to add on the fucking, uh, commute. It's, 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 you know, I want to spend the amount of time I'm spending on my work, on my work, you know? Uh, but it went okay. It went really well, I guess, really. Um, the guy liked me a lot. They went with someone else, but the dude reached out with like three other positions he wanted me to apply for. And I was like, yeah, unless you're doing like 10 or 12 hour shifts for three days a week, that's ah, not for me. So that's what I've been looking for. But it was really, it felt good to like the first one that I get an interview for. I make that big of an impression, I guess, you know, cause it's not like they were that desperate. <laughs> um, and even if they were, you know, I'll take a pity hire. <laughs> Well, I guess that's a, I guess that would be a desperation hire. I will not take a desperation hire. Fuck all that noise. And now my brother's trying to he's he's talking about the uh candle company he works at and I'm like, mm, "Maybe, but also didn't they just do layoffs?" So, shit's getting weird. It's going to get interesting. I might have to fucking figure something out. I might have to go to school or something cuz I feel like if I just take out a bunch in student loans and then I'm not going to have to pay them back, right? I mean, we're going to get rid of all student loan debt, right? I mean, and if not, it's like I said earlier, the country's going to fall apart eventually. So, like, I just got to ride out that big bank of debt until until everything kind of crashes, until Fight Club happens. <laughs> they take down all the financial institutions and the Pixies play. The Pixies are getting more relevant these days, so it's not impossible. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's time. It's time to get clam baked and come back for hot takes. I think I'm ready. Are you? Won't you join me on my crew? Adventure large. We're getting wild. Let's hit a bong that isn't mild. All right and break oh my god ah what is this pain that i feel oh it's hot everywhere oh my god it hurts so bad oh that's the fires of hell which is where you'll be if you indulge in cannabis so don't do what you're seeing on this show ever in real life ever i'm fucking serious Yabba dabba ding dong, I just hit a big bong, now I'm freaking stoned, wanna go get bound. I uh, I just didn't know what else rhymed, I'm not even that horned up right now. <laughs> One time, I got, uh, I got in trouble uh, as a youth, you know, multiple times for smoking weed and stuff. One time, of them that I got in trouble was for weed and stuff, and so... They had me, like, take this little questionnaire thing to, like, see if I had a quote-unquote problem with marijuana, which, like, you can like weed a little too much. I don't know if it's a problem. 
But one of the questions on there was, does weed make you feel sexy? And I thought it was funny, so I clicked yes, but then they started asking follow-up questions because of it, and I was like, all right, no, never mind. I don't fucking, I don't feel sexy. I feel giggly. I feel like anything could happen except probably sex. (laughs) I'm, like, too aware of my body, bro. I can feel my fingernails growing, all right? I don't feel sexier. Sure, I'm down for fucking, but I don't feel sexier because I'm high. Okay, I'm struggling to breathe right now. Did you see how big that bong took was? <laughs> I actually took a dab today, which, uh, and, you know, just in general, like, anything that makes me cough, I think I'm really just going to try and cut back on that. That shit's been messing with my voice, man. It's been really hard, like, uh to sing as well as I used to even doing this show. Sometimes I find my voice is really tired at the end of it. So I don't know, maybe I have to go see an ear, nose and throat doctor. I just hope that they know which one's which, you know, they don't need to be sticking their fingers in my nose to get to my throat. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to, trying to cool it. All right. I don't really know what to smoke. That doesn't make you fucking cough your lungs out a little bit though. You got a cough to get off, all right? <laughs> all right, let's get down to business. We got ourselves an email today. An email. And you can send yours in. Come on, guys. We only need, what, two more? Something like that? Uh, send yours in to hot take clam bake at gmail.com. That's H O T. T-A-K-E-C-L-A-M-B-A-K-E at symbol. Isn't there a name for that? What's the name for the... I, I, I don't have it. Ampersine is the and symbol. Uh, at symbol G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. We need two more letters to wrap off at 17, okay? And you're going, oh, well, we're only at this episode right now. Well, I have the last two planned out, okay? And if I have to do them anytime sooner than getting those two letters, then those are the last two, and your letter's not going to make it. So send them in! <laughs> you can also, I'm, I'm also going to post a, just like a thing on Instagram, see, like a story, anyone can respond to it. See if anyone wants to do it that way. Um, and you can also, of course, call in 866-603-CLAM. So let's get into this letter we got here today, this little he-mail. This email. <laughs> Hi, hot take clam bakes. Well, there's only one of me, but you know we do multiple of them, so I guess I guess that's fair. Three Pokemon questions for you. Fuck yeah, dude. All right, took the uh, took the request. I re- the request that I requested of you guys. I'm glad someone took up on that. All right, let's take them once, once at a time, since. Number one, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, or Charmander? Ooh. Ooh. The originals, the OGs, all right? I remember playing as a kid. Me and my dad actually played through Blue together. Um, 
I know I had yellow at some point, but the first one I remember playing was blue. I was playing it with my dad. We both shared the same playthrough. Because I was some fucking dipshit kid, and these were, like, actually really cool video games. So it's like, if you were someone who was into that at the time, you were like, all right, yeah, I'll buy it for my kid. You know? Of course we started playing that shit. Um, and we went with we went with Squirtle. I don't remember who chose that. Maybe it's just because he was on the blue cartridge, you know? But Squirtle, not my favorite choice. He's got two, like, bull, like, like, um, God, what am I starting to say? Blastoise? Fucking sick final form. Even Wartortle, cool as hell. But he's got so many weaknesses, bro. He's weak to a grass. He's weak to leaves. You know, he goes and rolls around in the dirt. He's getting weaknesses. That's what I'm always kind of focused on is like, because, you know, I'm not super big in depth on like the, the IVs and EVs and, and getting super in depth with all that shit and like base stats or whatever, especially because back then you didn't really have to be. I'm sure they were still there. <clears throat> Hell, I'm sure that they were even harder to access at that point, but... It was always just about, like, type weaknesses. What are you going to encounter the most? And, like, water type was getting thrashed in that game. Plus, there's so many... The other part of it is that there's so many good water type Pokemon later in the game. You know? And, and just in general. Water type is one of the most diverse and, like, um, well-established types in the game. So, like, you have so many to choose from. And then Charmander, Charmander is sick. Charmander is dope because Charmander becomes friggin' what's the what what's the middle one? Charmander, Charmeleon, and then Charizard. Yeah, and Charizard is fucking badass. Okay, just from design to function. I mean, flying fire. I don't even know if they actually did dual types at that point. And now I think he's not even fire type. I don't even know. I think he might... I don't know what the fuck he is now. We're talking base set, I'm guessing. So, while Charmander's cool, if we're going back to, to weaknesses and strengths, fire isn't have that many strengths at that point, I don't think. What would fire have been super effective against? Fire, fire would be super effective against, like, um, grass... Rock? Ground? I, I know at one point, like, now I know that fire has, like, several that it can affect. But back then, I feel like it really didn't have many that it could really take down. The fire types just look sick. And I feel like that continues to this day. Like, there's not that many fire types, but they all are just fucking dope in design. Especially that little slug one. Um, I forget what his name is, but he's sick. I love that guy. Uh, so I gotta go with Bulbasaur, bro, especially cause Bulbasaur evolves into Ivysaur a level earlier than all the other ones, or maybe it's two levels, like level 14 and all the others are level 16. So you're getting him to the point of final evolution quicker. And like so many, it's such a dope move set. Like you don't have anything that really paralyzes or disables people in any level with fire or water. Am I getting too intense for you guys? I feel like I'm not even that in depth, but I feel like this is gonna, I still feel like people are gonna like this. I hope so. Um, 
Yeah, dude, Bulbasaur kicks ass. Quite frankly, I don't know how much more to say it. And when he gets to his final form, dude, Venusaur, are you kidding me? That big-ass toad with a whole mountain on his back, bro, he's sick. I love Bulbasaur. And that is my decision. Plus, like, I feel like in a fight, realistically, that fire type is going to be a big advantage. But Venusaur versus Charizard, Venusaur would get some good punches in, all right, before he got taken out. And he's just tank as hell. He's got, like, a lot more defense than um, Charizard. Charizard's all attack. I guess I don't know how it's supposed to be set up because Blastoise is super defensive. Charizard is super attack. So then what is Venusaur? Is utility? He's both? Yeah, I think that's fair. He rides the line and down the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So Venusaur slash Bulbasaur. Best best call. I wish I could play those games again. I think I might still have them. Um, I know I have some functioning copies of other games. but And I still have a fucking functioning Game Boy, which I love. But mostly I, I have that for like Mega Man and stuff. <laughs> which is sick. Nintendo really just needs to re-release basically all of their cool titles on the Switch. Like, you don't have to do that much upgrade, okay? Just fucking disable some buttons or whatever, and boom, we're good to go. We're in business. All right, on to question two. Which evolution of Eevee is the best? Ah, that's funny. Uh, we were actually just talking about this yesterday, me and a couple friends. All right, everyone hear this? That's me about to crack the Yerba and really deep dive. Here we go. Shake gently. Oh, my God, I cut my nails too short. I can't open it. I gotta, I gotta get an assist. Shit. Ow. Oh yeah, baby. Yerba Mate. Come alive. <laughs> Please fucking sponsor me. God damn it. Oh, I need the money. <laughs> um, we were actually just talking about this the other night, me and a couple friends. And honestly, it's 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 really hard because Eevee literally goes every direction now. You can evolve Eevee into pretty much every type except maybe like rock or ground or um uh can you do I think you can even do a psychic type one. Um let me look at this real quick. Let me look at the full chart of all possible Eevee evolutions because I feel like I have my mind made up already to be honest with you but I want to see all the other ones to make sure I'm not missing any all right the full list okay I definitely wasn't missing one okay the full list Sylveon fairy type Espeon which is uh the psychic type yep the psychic type uh Glaceon which is ice type and now we got Glaceon, we got Flareon, fire type, of course, classic. Jolteon, which is electric, of course, classic. Leafeon, which is grass type. That one's kind of newer. I don't think I've ever played with that one, but also I kind of want to say it's pretty bitch made, but we're going to continue naming the other two. Uh, and then we got Umbreon, which is the dark type, and Vaporeon, which is the water type. And man, I got to say... All right, in terms of in terms of design, the coolest one's Vaporeon. I think Vaporeon is fucking sick. It's like half mermaid. It's got like a little collar with big ass ears. It's sweet. I love Vaporeon. The worst in design 
is um, probably going to be Leafeon because what's even going on there? It's got a weird looking, it's, you can barely tell that any of it's supposed to be grass. Its leaves are turning into, or its ears are turning into leaves. <laughs> so I've got the, and it's got like little thorns on its legs. Like you would not think it's really a grass type. Um, and Glaceon just looks like, like Vaporeon with bangs and the back legs. <laughs> Um, but the best evolution just in terms of like what it's capable of, I mean, this is tough because I feel like it's between Jolteon and Umbreon. They're both dope as fuck. Umbreon, I mean, I'm pretty sure was competitive level for a long time and I love Jolteon, um, just because electric types, there's a good amount of them, but so many of them fucking suck. They just aren't cool. Like, what am I supposed to do with fucking, like, Magnetite or or Voltorb? You know what I mean? I guess Voltorb's pretty cool, but he just self-destructs. You know what I mean? Like, there's very few, like, really cool ones. Like, Jolteon, Pikachu, Raichu, um, Electabuzz, you know? But there's just not as many cool electric ones. So I think, personally... Jolteon is the choice to make right there. I think Jolt and, and how fast Jolteon is too. You're getting boom right out there. It's a great opener Pokemon for sure. Um, and I think play work play style wise, the worst one would be leafy on again, because what the fuck are you supposed to do with the grass cat? I got a grass cat. <laughs> He's not going to do shit. He sounds like you're playing ass cat. The UCB improv. Which actually, I love Ascat. All right. It seems super cool. But anyways, I'm not in the cult, so I shouldn't talk about it. <laughs> I think Espeon gets an honorable mention, though, because Espeon is cool as fuck. And like psychic types are just always a good bet. You know, like if you get a good psychic type in your party, you're going to you're going to kick ass. So that was an easy one. So let's go to the third question and the final why is Ditto the best? Ooh, controversial take there, friend. Why is Ditto the best? I don't think Ditto is the best. I think Ditto is super cool as a concept. Um, and like if you're playing twos or like doubles and shit, then Ditto is super useful because I mean, you match up, you match up with someone else and, and maybe it has that type difference. Like usually if someone's building a two team, those two are offsetting each other and like one has the strengths that the other would blah, 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 whatever. So usually that would be a good move, but ditto in a one V one situation, all it can do is become the other Pokemon. That's not that big a deal. That's not that cool. I don't think, I think that it's not like, I guess the fact that like if you can get your ditto to come out and copy a Pokemon and then actually kill it. So like early games, ditto was great because like there's not a lot of dragon types. And if you had to go up against like a dragon type, you're in deep shit because dragon is only super, uh, super affected by dragon or whatever. I think it's different now, though. I think they're affected by fairy, too. But the dragons... I think we're the big motivator of ditto. If I'm, I don't even know. I'm, I'm probably just guessing. I am just guessing. 
I don't think Ditto is the best. Sorry, friend. I think that Ditto is cool, but not that great. I think if you're going to go weird early Pokemon, go with like Porygon. Porygon's cooler than that. Porygon's fucking mad weird. I still don't understand. They're they're like building up for Porygon to have like the most lore in the whole universe and then doing nothing with it. They just keep saying he's like a lab experiment and there's all this weird stuff going on in like every game that I've seen, I feel like. But my opinion, the best Pokemon, my favorite. I mean, there's no real, you know, it can't be a correct answer, I guess. My favorite. I don't even think you guys are going to guess this, honestly. I want you to take a second and really think about who it is, who it's going to be. Are you ready? It is water and electric type, the evolution of Chin Chow, Lantern. Yeah. Lantern. I fucking love Lantern. The big blue whale with the little, he's got the little, uh, little blue, uh, antenna with the electricity on it and he'll fuck you up, man. He's sick. He's a great, it's a great Pokemon. I think, I think it's typeset is great for one, you know, having the water and electricity, like it kind of cancels out a lot of weaknesses. And then also it's got a huge HP. It's got a huge health bar. So he tanks for me. I, I pull that dude out in all the situations. Like every game that I've been playing lately, if I can get a lantern, I get a lantern. I put it in my party because they're just badass, dude. Okay, that's my favorite Pokemon. So why don't you write in and tell me what yours is? All right, I want to know. Because if it's Ditto, I want to know a reason why you think Ditto is the best. Because I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I'm open to hearing why, though. Maybe there's something I'm missing here. <laughs> The letter ends with, thanks, me. And I want to thank you, too. Thank you for writing this letter in. I appreciate it. Thank you for taking my suggestion to write in about Pokemon. Um, next, someone should write in about asking me to rate their feet pictures. <laughs> Please don't fucking send me feet pictures. No. Uh, I don't know, bro. Write in about something cool. Let's talk about cryptids. Write in about some cryptids. I love that shit, bro. Um... All right. I love you guys all. Thanks. Thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate it. So have a good rest of your day. I'm going to do the best I can to have a good rest of mine. But you know what? It's hard without you. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Each and every one of you, I appreciate you listening to the show out there clamming, jamming, getting it on and getting along. I fucking love you all. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. Uh, if you're listening the week this drops, which I believe is going to be the 16th, 15th, that the Tuesday of that week. Yeah, it's the 16th. Um, my band, uh, the Dwarf Cannon. We're going to be playing with Jake McKelvey and the Countertops down at Notch in Brighton. Uh, it's free admission, uh, Thursday night, 7 p.m. Doors. Uh, we're, we're each playing like hour sets, which Dwarf Cannon playing an hour is fucking sick. We're breaking out some real tunes, so it's going to be a very good time, very special time. Uh, please bring some non-perishable food donations, too, if you can. Uh, I hope I get to see you there. If you tell me the secret password, I'll tell you a very special secret that's getting revealed next week's episode. Ooh, 
the password is, um, I don't know. What do you guys think the password should be? <clears throat> the password is Dick Sporting Goods. If you tell me Dick Sporting Goods, you're you're gonna get a very special surprise because you're also gonna. I well, I can't tell you too much without giving it all away. All right, I I'm rambling. Come see Jake McKelvey and the Countertops plus Dwarf Cannon at Notch in Brighton. Thursday, August 18th, 7 p.m. Bring some fucking donations instead of bringing food and, or instead of bringing money for tickets and stuff. All right. Goodbye, my babies. <laughs> oh, no, that was so bad. Can I read it? I don't want to redo it. I don't want to redo it. All right, bye.